Hello and welcome back everybody to the Sons of Comics podcast. My name is Steve Pugh. And I'm Cameron Greybeard. Ooh, Cameron Greybeard. Then I am Stephen the White. Ooh. Are we yeah. good Stephen the White? Are oh, we... we are. We are good Stephen the White. Although I, I wouldn't be I, it wouldn't be smart for me to go around saying that type of name in places like Harlem or, you know, St. Louis. You know, I might sound like a white supremacist or something. It's true, but why would you want to live in St. Louis? Well, you know, culture. Mm, I hate I'd... the Cardinals. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> Listen from St. Louis. That's okay. That I'm is totally really okay. Sorry. I'm a huge Giants fan, so, you know, yeah. my Giants are, you know, they're kicking ass right now. Yeah. Doing real good. And yeah. uh, anytime they beat the Dodgers is a, is a day when the angels in heaven sing out with loud praises. True. So... You know, I can't argue with that. Although my Sharks did suck it up and they didn't win the Stanley Cup like they should have. Freaking idiots. Hey, you know what? They did better than my Bruins. <sighs> I'm just so disappointed. They they really did a good job and then they just let the Penguins just roll over. Yeah, I, I will say that's kind of sad because I really don't care for the Penguins. No, I don't either. I mean, they're, they're the Penguins. Yeah. It's Pittsburgh. Who wants to live in Pittsburgh? It's true. You know, not I. Not I said the fly. Oh, not I. It, what not makes I. it even worse is that the sharks are actually from San Jose. Like my hometown is San Jose, okay. and yeah, and you know, I used to go to sharks games, and uh, it just it just broke my heart that they couldn't they couldn't pull out the wins there. They, got, they only won one game out of the series. Look at that! I learned something new about you. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, I used to go downtown, go to the Sharks games, and then I'd go to San Fran, go to the Giants games, go to Niners games. Wow. But all the same, it's uh, it's been a while since you and I have been on. It has been way too long. I know. We need to get back on our, our regular schedule, scheduled programming. Scheduled programming. You know, people expect us to, to do stuff, and we ought to do it. Well, truthfully, it's just once a week. It is once a week. We should make a better commitment. I should make a better commitment. I'll seal it with a blood pact. Does anybody have a knife? Ah. Um, let's see here. Uh, for those of you who don't know what this podcast is about, this podcast is dedicated to talking about all things comic book related. TV shows, video games, movies, uh, animated films. You name it, we chat about it. And you get to hear it. Every once in a while, when a subject comes about, I am going to try and educate you about uh, comic books. So if you hear a term that is used that maybe you haven't heard of before, I'll try and explain it. Uh, for other resources on some of these terms that I might use, you can refer to my blog, uh, thewellroundednerd.com. Or it's just wellroundednerd.com. Um, and if I'm still kind of building some of it, but you can go to my, uh, content archives where I am currently creating, um, some PDFs about, uh, specific comic book terms. And the last one that I just recently finished is the word retcon. So for people that aren't familiar with retcon, do you want to, do you want to give it a shot and, and give your best definition of retcon? No, no. You go ahead and do that. 
Uh, retcons a, is a is a fun word used to describe um, how a studio or an or a writer uh, uses a like figure of speech or takes something. Um, um, they kind of account for an inconsistency in their story by rewriting uh, history about about the thing they're trying to uh, to talk about. I know that sounds confusing, but uh, the best way I can describe it is with an example. If any of you have seen Iron Man from 2005, uh, in the original story, Tony Stark is captured and is put with a man named Jensen, which is the same. But the man in the original con- in the original uh, story was Asian. I believe he was Chinese. And this man helped him escape by helping him build his uh, first suit of armor, which he used to escape. In the current story, uh, let's see, back in the 60s, we were kind of at war with the Asias. uh, And that's around the time when Iron Man, I think, when he came out, right, in the 60s? Yeah, about there. Was it right? Yeah, Yeah, 60s. About the 60s. So uh, we were kind of at war with like Vietnam and Korea, so they kind of used an Asian character to help him escape. Fast forward to 2005, we're at war with the Middle East. So they update the story and they use a Middle Eastern man named Jensen as his counterpart in the case to help him escape and build his first suit of armor. That is a retcon where either to update the content or to change something in the story to help fit the story they're trying to tell now, they will change things. That is the best way I can describe a retcon. Does that sound about right? Sounds good to me. Good enough? Close enough? Close enough. If you don't understand it, I don't feel sorry for you. There is a thing called Google for people that are, you know, semi-interested or motivated to actually go look things up. And if you're too lazy to look things up, God have mercy on your soul. I hope you learn something. <laughs> it's your own damn fault. It's your own damn fault, yeah. You go stick your head in the sand, idiot. Um, uh, the, the next word that I'll be working on uh, that you'll see a little posting for or a little document that I've created is tropes. Tropes are fun. Um, but I won't talk about those. You'll have to go read about those once I post uh, the new document. <clears throat> So yeah, go check out Well-Rounded Nerd. You can find other resources. I will be posting them regularly from here on out. Uh, On today's episode, we are going to be talking about two films that have come out over the last, ooh, two months. Mm -hmm. Uh, Civil War has been out for almost two months now. I feel so ashamed we haven't done this earlier. But I have seen it. But you have seen it, which which is awesome. Yeah. Goodness for that. Yeah, I saw it earlier too. I know, right? Yeah. Um, Man, so much to talk about. So we're going to talk about Civil War, and then we are going to dive in. We're going to do a little bit, uh, probably a shorter bit about X-Men Apocalypse. Which I have not seen. Which he has not seen, but I have seen. But I didn't actually see it in theaters. I won't say how I saw it. And I'll leave it at that. Naughty. Ah, yes, I'm such a naughty boy. <laughs> Telling your wife. Somebody needs a spanking. Uh, <clears throat> so, Civil War. 
first impression. All right. Uh, let me tell you what I hated about it. You ready? Yeah, go for it. Okay, here we go. I'm done. Damn, that was good. I don't that was know good. That was amazing. I know. Everything oh, about it was amazing. I did not find a part I hated. I will tell you, I only had one thing. Okay. Just one thing. Just one. Super minor. And Hater. You could, you could totally – yeah, you can hate me for it. <laughs> you can totally call me out on this even though I was underwhelmed by Zemo to a degree. Okay. So if, if, if you know anything about the actual comics, Baron Zemo is actually a pretty interesting villain. He's, he's a lot like Red Skull or Baron Strucker, although this man is a, a much more uh, strategic thinker, which is very well uh, displayed in Civil War. I was going to say they did that part really good. Oh, they nailed it. Yeah. Um, but I was really looking forward to seeing old Sockhead, you know, I wanted to see him pull out a, his saber sword and actually kind of, you know, uh, uh, throw up some fisty cuffs with cap, but I didn't get to see it. And no. I know this is super minor, but you know, I was just a little underwhelmed and saying he was from Sokovia actually was just like, Oh wow. That's a, that's a really hard set recon right there or retcon right there. Right. But come the end of the film, I was like, even though he wasn't what I was expecting, I still actually really, really liked the villain because he won. True. He, he did. actually did win. The villain won in the story, which is amazing to me because, you know, most stories, they conclude with the hero, you know, standing victorious. But yep. even First though Zemo. comic book movie. Yeah, I know. So even though Zemo ended up in chains at the end of the film, and from here on out, spoilers. So spoiler alert, you know, everything here, spoilers. But it's been two months, so you should well, have seen it by now. Yeah, if you haven't seen it up until now, I, I feel so sorry for you. I, I shed I, – I, I'm playing a, a really, really tiny violin in my fingers, and, I, and I'm crying for you, you know. <laughs> So, even though he ended up in chains and and uh, locked up at the end, I loved his little bit where uh, Martin Freeman's character, uh, what's his name, something Ross. Mm. I don't remember, but yeah, he's like, "You failed," and he's like, "Did I?" Yeah, exactly. And then every you have to like, I, I, a smile crept across my face because I was like, "He's right. He did win." <laughs> true so yeah but other than that i'm like you just nothing i didn't hate anything about it it was near perfect oh it was great and i took i kind of took a little advice from you when you said that you took your daughter i had a daddy daughter date and that's who i went with to the movie nice yeah she loved every part of it i was like what's your favorite part she was like spider-man yes exactly that was was jocelyn's favorite part i was like it's true i was like they they nailed spider-man right Oh my gosh, I have never seen Spider-Man done more right. Oh, it was great. I didn't even care that Aunt May was younger. Oh, I liked it. I was like, Marissa Tomei? Yes, please. (laughs) I was like, like, Aunt May has always been this silver-haired, gray-haired, whatever you want to call her hair. Which I can never understand. I was like, so 
she's his aunt. Yeah, it was like um, great aunt. Yeah, like great great aunt maybe. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I loved her little bit where she was like, "Well, they do come in all shapes and sizes." Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> no. Perfect Spider-Man. I I look forward to seeing more of that. I Gosh, mean, I cannot wait. You know, and and I'm going to say this, my favorite part of the whole thing and it was from the first Captain America movie is when he's getting beat up in the alley and the guy's like, stay down. And he just gets back and he's like, I could do this all day. Favorite part is when Iron Man tells him to stay down and he does the same pose and everything. I was like, it's epic. Oh, so epic. It was amazing. Man, I could not think of a better way to pit characters against each other. Like, the original oh. Civil War story, for those of you who don't know, included practically every single character in the Marvel Universe. Right. You know, it it was everybody against everybody. X-Men, West Coast Avengers, the, the regular Avengers, the Guardians of the Galaxy, everybody's in this. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. All of the X-Men, like I said, uh, all the, the, the Defenders, uh, it's stuff from Spider-Man. All of it's in there. All of those characters. But somehow, <laughs> the writers and directors were able to craft a movie where they they carried the soul of that whole comic line, mm-hmm. that story, implemented it here on film with using only the characters at their disposal and getting to add uh, two new characters. Right. Incredible incredible it was great and they they just nailed the uh the things that i really wanted to see which was the justification for the splitting of the groups i wanted to see cap's side and i wanted to see iron man's side and i wanted to see those distinctions right i wanted to see how cap sees things and you know he nailed it when he's like uh, so tony is is speaking and they're they're in their meeting and they're arguing and Cap's like, we or Iron Man's like, we need to be held accountable. You know what? And when I found out that my weapons were being used, you know, I shut it down and I and I stopped it. And then Cap says, "Well, that's right, but you got to choose. If we sign this document, we 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 give up our right to choose." Right. You know, what if this council d- tells us to go somewhere we don't want to we don't want to go what if there's somewhere we need to go and they won't let us you know and then caps and then iron's like we need to be put in check you know we can't we can't be a bunch of guys just running around and we we need to we need to have people allow us into their countries the right way and and things like that and we can't be the reason that innocent people are dying right you know it was just so well written and i loved the argument scene like even there's a ton of great action their discussions were yeah. incredible. Oh, it was great. And you, and and really truthfully even though I say I'm more pro cap, it was really hard to not like Tony Stark's side. Agreed. I mean, with what he was going through, you can actually kind of feel for him. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm not a big Iron Man fan. I mean, again, like I've said, the only reason I like Iron Man is because it's Robert Downey Jr. being Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> exactly he that is iron amazing. man that man is amazing you know 
But I, I, I was like, I more, I more see what Cap's seeing, you know, what he's saying. I, I feel that more. But I could just, my, my heart just kind of fell for Iron Man in there. I was kind of like, you know, he's doing this because he feels it's the right thing. Just like Cap is against it because he feels it's the right thing. You know, these are two guys that were feeling, you know, they weren't, they weren't putting all these stats together. They were just going by, by instinct, by their gut feeling. I don't know if that worked out pretty well up till that point. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I mean, he he gets this lady saying, you know, my son died in this area, and it's all because of you, you know. And I blame you. Oof. Yeah, I blame you. And it's like, well, Captain America is not getting that from other people except from you know Ross. And I'm like, really? They put him in charge? The guy that's been trying to chase take- the Hulk for yeah, chase the Hulk and make years? problems. The creator of the abomination. Oh, how do they let that guy out of his cage? Yeah, like, like, wait, he's telling you that you need to be accountable. Him, yeah, you need to be held accountable. I'm like, go tell that to everybody in Harlem. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, but no, yeah. that didn't even bother me. I was like, okay, I can play that game. You know, I was surprised that there was no Nick Fury. Yeah, I I was just thinking about that earlier the other day. I was like. You know, he's been in like pretty much every single Marvel movie up to a point. But it was only up till uh Cap Winter Soldier and then Age of Ultron that I was that I realized that he wasn't in Ant Man. Right. And he wasn't in Guardians of the Galaxy. So he really hasn't been much of anywhere in phase three. Yeah, he's kinda MIA. So where is he? Is the question? What's he doing? So something big must be going on. Maybe he'll be in season three of Daredevil. Maybe, but we're actually going to get the Defenders before we get season three of Daredevil. Oh, that's true. Do you think he could have a little hit in the Defenders? I am just, I am just crossing my fingers and my legs and my eyes, just hoping that they include. The Defenders, all those characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. If that happened, joy will fill the world, and there will be worldwide peace, and and Santa Claus will visit everybody's house and put them all on the nice list, and all the good things will happen. Wow, you're pretty stoked. I just wish and hope that that happens, but I'm not holding my breath, because a lot of... They, they, they've tried to keep these universes separate even though they're actually in the same universe. Oh, exactly. It's like they want to – it's like a – it's like a, a couple that is legally separated living in the same house. With yeah. off areas. Yeah, and there's taped off areas that say you do not cross this line. Don't cross the line. But you can certainly look at each other and talk yeah. to each other. Yeah. That's okay. That's except Spider-Man. Spider-Man can cross that line. Yeah, except Spider-Man. He can cross that line because, you know, everybody's kind of holding the web from either side. It's <laughs> true. Which is cool, though, because Marvel gets to say, this is how you do Spider-Man right. And Sony's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Now they're like, well, now we know what we need to do. Now we're going to make a lot more money than we were supposed to make originally. Yeah. Which is fine because everybody's happy. Everybody wins. Exactly. A good superhero movie 
win-win situation for us. Doesn't matter whether it's DC, Marvel, Image, Dark Horse, whatever. We win. I didn't hate Amazing Spider-Man or Amazing Spider-Man number two. I didn't hate either no. of those. In fact, I liked Amazing Spider-Man number one. He did a lot better than Tobey Maguire and Sam oh. Raimi's Spider-Man, but he was just he was too confident. It was like, wow, this is kind of like Mr. Popularity Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, he didn't give off that, you know, you're the nerd of the class kind of thing. It was kind of like, this guy could, like, be in with the jocks and... Yeah. And, and the cool kids, you know? It'd be more like he gets to school and everybody's like, hey, Peter! You know? And then you got asshole Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> asshole Spider-Man. Asshole Spider-Man. Spider-ass, spider-ass. So, yeah, but now we have Tom Holland who rocked the show. Oh, he he rocked it. Like as soon as I saw Queens show up on the screen, I was like, "Woohoo! Here we go! Here we go!" Don't worry, it's his costume. He was so quirky, and he was so he was so tongue-tied, and so like, I don't know what's going on here. I have no idea what's going on, and I just I loved it. I just I just I wasn't expecting Tom Holland to be very good, and he was really? he was incredible. I just wasn't convinced, like. Uh-huh. I hadn't seen anything of him yet, and then I heard him speak, and I was convinced. Like, after his first sentence, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Peter Parker. It's freaking yeah. Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. No, I had high hopes when they said it was him. I was like, really? A young guy? A young actor to be Spider-Man? I was He's like, actually 18. Yeah. I was like, bravo, Marvel. I am so proud of you. Let me give you a hug. Let me... Let me kiss you right on the lips, you know. Nothing make it personal. I'm going to make this personal because you did it right. Exactly. Yeah, I was uh, – he honestly, next to Black Panther, is like my favorite part of the whole thing. Oh, where – Easily. That was you know? great. He did an awesome job. I'm looking forward to his single movie now. And the airport scene. Yep. Best scene ever. You know, y- y- you think about – Heroes and villains fighting, and that's awesome. Right. But then you bring these heroes together, and it's even more spectacular. It was. How could that possibly be? But they did it, and they yeah. nailed it. Oh yeah. Best. What was your favorite part of the airport scene? And I bet I, I bet I can, I can, I can name what it is. I, I, you know what the problem is, is I have so many best scenes. I love the part where Cap and Spider talk, and he's like, "Where are you from?" Yes. And he's like, "Queens." He's like. Brooklyn. <laughs> You're like, ah, New York people just get each other. You know? Or, or the even after that, they call back to that when Peter's sitting on his bed and his his Aunt May is like, "How'd you get that on your eye?" Oh, this big guy, Steve. Yeah, Brooklyn. He did. He gave it to Brooklyn me. Gave it to me. <laughs> his friend. His friend was huge. <laughs> yeah. The whole, Paul the whole Rudd. Paul freaking Rudd. Oh, where he just grabs Chris Evans' chest. He's like, may I? <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm shaking your hand too much. Yeah. You're Captain America. Yeah. Oh, and you. I know you. You're great. You're great, too. <laughs> oh, this movie had just so many fun, funny moments. Oh, the part where he gets into Iron Man's suit and he's like, what's going on? He's like, this is your conscience. We haven't talked in a while. Oh, you're going to have to take this into the shop, man. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Oh, he's like, I'm going to do something that's really big, but I can't hold it for very long. Yeah. And I might tear myself in half. 
Oh, his updated uh, suit looked dope. Oh, it looked great. I, I, I'm wanting to see the Wasp come now. Even oh. more. I'm just like, bring that costume out now. Paul Rudd is like one of my all-time favorite actors. Like, he's on my li- my list of five actors that I would love to like just sit out of. If I was a drinking man, that I'd sit and have a drink with. Ooh. I would sit. I would love to sit and have a drink with Paul Rudd. Uh, I think my number one is actually Justin Timberlake. Really? Yeah, dude. He's super cool. Would you want to just sing with you, though? Oh, dude, I would totally sing with him. Okay. I would totally, like, do a barbershop quartet with that guy. There you go. Definitely him. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Andy Samberg. And who's the last one? Ah, I don't remember my last one. I don't know. I'd probably pick somebody like really, really out there. Maybe like, like Jeff Bridges or, or, uh, or Kurt Russell. I don't know. <laughs> I'd I'd pick Kurt Russell. No, 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 no. I have it. Uh, Mark Hamill. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd pick Mark Hamill or Kevin Conroy. You know what I'd do if I met Mark Hamill? I'd ask him to make a voicemail for my phone. Oh, joke God, yes. Voice. Oh, that would be... Say, like, leave a message. He's tied up right now. And, like, where's my crowbar? Oh, man, that'd be the highlight of my life. I'd be like, can you just do that for me? I'm, I'm going to put this on a CD, and I'm going to keep it in a glass case, and I'm never going to use it because exactly. I have it. I'd be like, and I'll pay you whatever you want. I know you're a celebrity and you make more than I can make in a lifetime, but still. I bet you I could probably get him on the show. That guy is willing to do anything comic book related. If we got that, that would be amazing. Oh, I would just, I would probably pass out, like, having him, like, say my name. He's like, hey, how you doing, Steve? I'd be like, I need to, like, step outside and get a breath of fresh air because I'm about to, like, lose it. That you just leave me here hanging, I'd be like stuttering the whole time. Be Steve, like, you can't leave me here like this. I don't know what to say. <laughs> and then I'd be like, so, so, Mark, you, you remember that time when you <laughs> did the voice for the Joker? Remember that? Yeah. And I'd be like, that was really cool, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Daniels. <laughs> hey, remember that time you were in Die Hard? Yeah. And you walked in all that glass. That was really cool. <laughs> Mark, do you remember that time you were Luke Skywalker and your hand was cut off and then Darth Vader said he was your father? And you're like, no! Yeah, you're like, no, it's impossible! Uh, (laughs) Hey, hey, Mark, hey, Mark, hey, Mark. Remember that time? Remember that time back in, in, in like, the the, the, the 70s and 80s when, 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 when you played the trickster on The Flash, the original Flash TV show with John Wesley Shipp? That was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool. You'd be like, are you going to ask me any questions besides, do you remember this? Hey, uh, hey, hey, Mark, hey, Mark. Remember that time you were playing the trickster again, but in the new Flash? That was really cool. Yeah. He'd be like, can you ask me a different question? Um, would you be my kid's godfather? <laughs> Will you sign my shirt? <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, man. Oh, man, who would I pick as my top five? Oh, do they have to be actors? No, I mean anybody, man. All right, Peter Dinklage, actor. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith. Yes, absolutely. Mark Bar- Mark Bedarden. Yeah. Um, Bruce Campbell. Ooh, good one. Bruce Campbell. Uh, mostly because I want him to flip me off. 
Oh yeah, man. I don't know why he does that to everybody, and I just love it. Um, <laughs> oh. Uh, Nolan North. Nolan North. You probably don't really know who he is. I was gonna say the name found, sounds familiar. Why? He do does I... a lot of voice acting. Oh. Did you you've seen Young Justice, right? Yeah. Voice actor for Superboy. But there you go. Okay. He's also done all the voices for the Uncharted games of Nathan Drake. Okay. Now I know who you're talking about. Okay. Ooh. Uh, what's his name? The Flash. Grant Gustin. Yeah. Oh, and, cool. and again, like we talked earlier before we started recording, uh, the late Alan Rickman. Oof. Definitely, man. I, I, I don't know, just that podcast with Kevin Smith talking about it, I was like, really wanted to meet this guy he, would, he interviews like the best people oh he does and and people are just gonna be like yeah i'll do it like i love listening to I, i've said this before but he he talks to brandon routh yep. he uh talked to that guy that um what's his he, he did a he was like the crazy guy from the dark knight that uh harvey dent yeah, and he's the Russian in yeah. Ant-Man. In Ant-Man. Uh, I, I, I'm going to get his name. Uh, David DeSmolchin. What's, yeah, is that how you pronounce it? His last yeah, name? DeSmolchin. De, DeSmolchin. Yeah, DeSmolchin. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. he's super oh. cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh. Uh, he does so many great interviews with people. I can't – I love listening to him talk to – I loved it when he talked to uh, – Alan Tudyk and um, Nathan Fallon. Yeah, Nathan Fillion. Fillion, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, that Jim was a great one. Nathan Fillion mix. How does that happen? <sighs> they don't even look alike. No, they do not. Alan Tudyk's great though. He's so cool. He's he's done so many great uh, so many great parts. Uh, he yeah, Knight's Tale and Firefly is probably my two favorites that he's done. No, Tucker and Dell versus Evil. He's also done a lot of uh, voice acting for Disney animated films. Oh, yeah. And, and speaking of which, I just kind of noticed that, like, in Frozen, he's the Duke of Wesselton. And then he's Duke Weaselton. Duke Weaselton. In Zootopia. Zootopia. And I was like, clever Disney. Clever, uh, clever Disney. Like, did Alan Tudyk have that kind of, like... Built in it, already? Yeah, like, hey, <laughs> we should make this guy the Duke. Yeah. Weaselton. Ah, Duke Weselton. It's Weaselton. Duke Weaselton. <laughs> Weselton. No, and the thing is, is you don't know that's his voice. It's Oh, I thought it was Steve Buscemi in Zootopia. I was like, that's Steve yeah. Buscemi. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Wrong. Was like, Alan yeah, Tudyk. No. Man, what what a range of voice changing this guy's got. God, he's really good. He really is. Oh, he's fantastic. Kudos to you, Alan. Kudos to you. Indeed. Anyway, back to Civil War. Yeah. Okay. Black Panther. Black Panther. Excited for his movie. He did great in this show. I didn't know what to expect from Chadwick Boseman, but the guy nailed it. Oh, it was great. And and at the end, when they, when he's like, you know they'll come for him, he's like, let them come. Oh, I'm a freaking Wakanda. What you going to do about that? Yeah, I'm like, is that going to be the starting of Black Panther? I'd be okay with that. I like the fact that that uh, he 
he had a really big change of heart at the end. I really enjoyed that. Oh yeah, talking to the villain and everything, and you know, standing, staying back behind in the shadows. No one knew he was there. Yeah, exactly. He's he he was like a quiet observer. He's just trying to learn and and see what was going on, and then he's like, I. I've seen how the grief can consume you. It's consumed them, and I will no longer let it consume me. Yeah. You know, really, really, really well well scripted there. Oh, it was very well scripted. He, His character was just spot on. I loved how very Panther-like they made him. And I'm not just talking about the suit, but, like, the way he moves and the way they, like, kind of CG'd his body and how he yeah. moved was very, very just... Very cat-like, very panther-like. I was like, wow, that is just very feline to a T. Right. You know, he'd like jump from a car to like pouncing on uh, on Sam Wilson Falcon and then like just jump here and there and the vibranium suit, freaking cool. And I loved how rich he is. You know, he's just like, I have tons of money. I have plenty of resources. Blah de blah de blah. Right. I'm from Wakanda. I own this whole country. Blah de blah de blah. Um, what else was cool? Everything. Yeah. Um, I love the part where <laughs> where the Falcon comes to talk to Tony Stark after the whole fight. Oh he yeah, just he just shoots him. <laughs> he's like, like i'm so sorry boom yeah just like now nah, you should really feel it's like i freaking hate you <laughs> yeah loved that part it's like oh my hell uh or tony stark after ant-man goes big does anybody have any surprising hidden talents to showcase right now because that'd be yeah. really helpful <laughs> oh so many great one-liners i loved the uh, little hateful relationship between sam wilson and bucky yeah Lots of fun there. Like it starts in the in the cab, or no 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 in the uh, in the Volkswagen Bug. He's like, "Can you move over?" Yeah. No. <laughs> so he moves. He just moves over a seat. <laughs> They're all like webbed up on the ground inside the airport, and he's like, "I hate you." Yeah. Ah, uh, it was great. Good stuff. Good stuff. You know, everybody had their moment to shine, and they really. They they they've been really good at this in all the Marvel films lately, where everybody has their part and their two cents to add to the film, and nobody kind of gets left out. Yeah, no, they they and and the thing is, is that was a crazy thing because it was a Captain America movie, yet they they shined everybody in it. This is like more of an Avengers movie than it is anything. Yeah, this was more of what we expected for Age of Ultron to be. I feel it's it's as Age of Ultron kind of should have been. <laughs> Yeah, and I and I did like Age of Ultron. Oh, I did too. But I was just I was just blown how well this one was and and really truthfully, I think it comes down to not just the directors but the writers. I mean, oh yeah. They they've done from the first Captain America and I've just loved all three of them. Yeah, I did too. I liked all three Cap movies a lot even though the first one was kind of rough stone rolling just because big origin story. Oh yeah, and they they do take time, but worth it in the end. Yeah. <sighs> to be honest, the the first cap didn't have as much action as I I had hoped it would, mm-hmm. but that's okay. 
I'm not complaining. Movie's still spot on. It's still great. Um, Top-notch act- acting from everybody. It was fun to see Jeremy Renner come back. So glad he was there. Um, I enjoyed the vision. The vision is always funny. Yep, wearing a suit. Uh, wearing a wearing a freaking sweater. <laughs> I was like, why are you wearing a sweater? Yeah, why, the, why are you wearing a sweater? <laughs> what's the point? What is the point? You you can't make yourself look businessy. Okay, you're a robot. Okay, nobody expects you to wear normal clothes. You could just go around being Vision. You know. Yeah. Oh, but it's still funny. He's like, Vision, what have I told you about coming through the walls? He's like, well, you, well, the door was open, so I assumed. It... Never mind. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Ah, uh, fun stuff there. Uh, Black Widow. Still there. She's yeah. Still doing her thing. Uh, I even like the Falcon more in this movie. Yeah, he was a lot more fun. Yeah, he was. You know, he did he did a whole lot more. Yeah, and I even like Scarlet Witch in this one a lot. You know, especially compared to Age of Ultron. I was like, okay, they're giving this character a little bit more depth. Yeah. You know, make, making you feel a little bit more for her. Yeah, you kind of do, don't you? Like, yeah. Scarlet Witch, she's... She had she had really good development for this film, I would say, too. Yeah. You know, I liked how at the beginning of the film, you know, she's kind of really sad and melancholy because of what happened. But then the, her line about, you know, she's like pushing Vision into the ground. And he's like, if you do this, they will, ne- they will never stop fearing you. And she says, um, I can't control their fear, only my own. Yeah. And, and I was like, damn right, stick with that. Yeah, that was a good line. Good one. Good one. Were you, uh, how surprised were you at, like, we've all kind of seen the scene in the trailer where Iron Man is fighting Bucky and Cap, but I didn't know how they got there and what would turn them on each other until that moment when Zemo showed uh, Bucky, yeah, killing. That. no, I didn't. I did not expect it. I should have seen it coming, though. We all should have seen it coming. We should have, because I mean, they were being so, you know, okay with each other at that point. It was like, where's that epic fight that you see in the trailer? Yeah, and it all should have came together. I all, we all should have seen it because number one, first scene of the movie is when all that happened. They showed most of it. Right. Second, Tony uses that machine at the MIT graduation to share his memory. That's hint number two right there. And then, you know, at that point, you're like, why would, you know, once he shows them the video, you go back and you're like, oh, man, I should have seen it, especially with those two moments that I just referenced. Right. But I didn't see it coming. Huge curveball. No, and, and that's just it. It was a surprise. I mean, I, I think the movie was so intense and everything that you weren't thinking about how it got there, really. Yeah, exactly. You were just like, what's going to happen next? How do we get there? How does this happen? Yeah, you, your mind just wasn't like trying to figure out everything before it did happen. You were just excited that it was happening. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, 
No, a little not. surprised that Tony went off the rails that much. I mean, yes, his it's tragic that his parents died, but that was a long time ago, and you would think at this point he might have let it go. I mean, yes, he would have been angry, but you would think he would have let it go right? at and, this and, point. And I, I thought it was interesting that it wasn't so much his father, but it was when his mother. His mother. And it was like, oh, now you've done it. You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, really, truthfully, he had no real good relationship with his dad. You know, we can go back to the other Iron Man movies where he's like, you know, my dad didn't love me. He never told me he loved me. Yeah. You know, and then you hear him say that he talked about Captain America all the time. Yeah. He just has plenty of reason to hate Captain America. Right. So he just says, you know what? F it. I'm I'm going to kill both of these guys if I have to. Yeah. Which is crazy. You know what's funny, though? In the trailer, you hear him say, you just started a war. That line is nowhere in the movie. Nope. Not not even a little bit. I was like, I was waiting for somebody to say it, and it never happened. <laughs> uh, overall, man, that movie just kicks all kinds of ass. Rewatchability, that's a... It's a on the scale of rewatchability. That's a ten. Oh, definitely. I'll re- I can rewatch that one numerous times without getting sick of it. Yep, right there. If I'm feeling really, really artistic, though, I'll rewatch Batman v Superman for its operatic qualities. Operatic. That's the best way it's been described to me so far. It's an it's operatic. It's true. It's it, like it, a old Greek drama turned into a modern day film but with lots of less lighting yeah you know but man this movie is so good it was it was amazing you know what's sad though is my wife was like i did not like this as much as i like batman v superman (gasps) i was uh i was shocked i mean i wasn't mad by any means i'm glad she she liked batman v superman a lot but i was I was honestly shocked. I am a little shocked. Bewildered, if you yeah. if you might. Whoa. Yeah, she's like, I don't know. It just didn't do it for me as much as Batman v Superman did. Maybe she's just more of a Bat DC fan. Or she was just trying to appeal to my to my my DC side, which is my bigger half. True. You know, she she knows me well. Good play, well played. Wow. Well played, ma'am. Warms the heart right there. Right? She knows me too well. Knows me too well. She's going to say the right answers all the time. She has to. She has to say the right things or else, you know, I I won't like her as much. (laughs) But um, I'm not saying that this is just a plain better movie than BVS. They each have their place. And I've kind of finally come to terms with how that works and it works like this it is good to have light and dark it's kind of it's good to have night and day some people prefer the night more than they prefer the day and some people prefer the day more than the night and if you look at the way marvel and dc are set up marvel is set up to tell lots of jokes and be this really really upbeat type of movie whereas dc 
is meant to have these darker, more grounded films, even though they have a very hard sci-fi edge to them, they're they're very dark but operatic and dramatic, and that's okay. And there is no reason for either of these to try and be the other one. Right. When they are both perfectly fine doing what they do best. If you if you if you get what I'm saying. Marvel should just keep being Marvel and doing what Marvel does, and DC is is fine where it's at doing what DC does. Right. You know, it's nice to have a full spectrum there. Because if DC tried to be like Marvel, then you'd have way too much of these poppy, quirky movies and nothing ultra serious to watch. And if you went the other way, you'd have the opposite. Right. But you also got to take into effect that there's some stuff that's not so sunny with Marvel. I mean, Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. Or Jessica Jones. Or Jessica Jones, um, you know, and and not so much the first Punisher movie, but I did like Punisher Warzone a My lot. Gosh, so good. Oh, that one was more Punisher to me than than the first one. Absolutely, that, that one's pretty dark too. You know, it is but pretty I, dark. I would say that's more like an eclipse during the daytime. Yeah, I would say so. You know, because you don't get much of that with Marvel. And I think Suicide Squad is going to be DC's attempt to try and rectify their their current strategy a little bit. Right. Just trying to hit, play both sides a little. Oh, I'm so excited for it still. Oh, I, man. Captain Boomerang. I'm just waiting for him to throw out some really, really snarky comments and get his ass kicked. I love that. I hope it happens. Oh, so looking forward to it. I just want to watch him punch that soldier again. You know, pop out of that bag and be like, what the hell's going on? Boom! <laughs> I loved it. So funny. I, I, I keep watching that trailer just for that part. I know, exactly. That's um, my only purpose in downloading that trailer is just so I can watch him jump out of a bag and be like, oh, I'm going to punch all of you <laughs> in the face! I'm like, I'm like, it reminds me of so many people from my youth. Just, just react and then at, then talk later you know oh yeah shoot first ask questions later yep i just loved it it's fun no and it's no, so I, close it's so soon it is and i'm just dying i'm dying to see the batman v superman ultimate cut uh, that's that comes out on digital hd in a week and a half does it really yeah, so the digital version comes out in a week and a half. You'll be able to get it on iTunes or wherever online. But uh-huh. the actual Ultimate Cut, I think, comes July 8th? Somewhere about, somewhere thereabouts. Right. But you know what else is crazy is that Ghostbusters is coming out around that same time as well. Ooh, what do you think is going to be more popular? I'll tell you where I'm going to go first. I'm probably going to go get the ultimate cut first before I go get before I go see Ghostbusters, but I know my wife is actually going to go take me to see the Ghostbusters. You know what you could do. Okay? Now yes, this is going to sound terrible. You could go get your movie and go get some snacks to sneak into the theater. I could do that. 
I could do that. Kill two birds with one stone. Two birds. One stone. Exactly. Honey, we gotta go get some snacks. Why? Because everything at the theater is way out of overpriced. Mm Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, let's go get our M&Ms. Let's go get whatever. Did you know, actually, that... um, You know The Killing Joke is coming out uh, as a DC animated film, right? Yep, and I'm excited. It's getting an actual theatrical release for one or two nights. All over or just certain states? I think it's U.S. only. Mm. So U.S. only, it's getting a a two-night theatrical release. So you can go see it in theaters for one or two nights only. Wow. Which I think is super cool. Um, I think I'm going to go see it when it comes that's, out. Uh, that's kind of tough. I mean, that that's that's showing a lot of confidence in it. Yeah, it is. But it is one of the most iconic Batman stories of all time. It It, it is true. So it kind of deserves the... Uh, the release that it's going to get, I think. What else is happening here? Superman is coming to to the CW, or I mean to Supergirl. Supergirl is coming to CW. Yep, Supergirl is coming to CW, and Superman is actually going to show up in the first two episodes of season two. Really? Mm-hmm. They've already picked him out, too. Who's the Who's they got? You know, they were considering Tom Welling and bringing him back from Smallville to show up. And I thought that would have been really cool. Right. You know, we'd actually get to see him as Superman. Okay. Um, but it's not. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but it's Tyler... Uh, is it... Uh, Hochlin or... Uh, H O E C H L I N. He's in Teen Wolf. Don't watch Teen Wolf. Yeah, I don't either. But sorry, I don't have anyone that wants to watch that, especially me. But he looks like he could play a good Clark Kent Superman. All right, I'll check it out. So yeah, you'll have to look that up. Um. Okay, here's a question I got. Okay. Did you finish the season of The Flash? Of course. Okay. Blown away. Flashpoint. Do you think I really, gonna... I really hope they do. And I'll and 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 my reasoning why I think they will do it. Uh huh. We got we're gonna get Superman on Supergirl. Okay. That shows that basically Greg Berlanti and Andrew Kreisberg can ask DC for anything pretty much, and they're gonna get a yes. Well, they're doing it right. They are doing it right. So. By that logic, I am honestly hoping that they will do Flashpoint so we can get a Thomas Wayne Batman. Exactly. And we can get another version of Aquaman. We can get another version of Cyborg. Completely different from the cinematic universe. That's kind of the the nice thing about having separate universes is that you can have multiple versions of these characters in a separate universe so that we can actually have them. True. Who do you think would be a great Thomas Wayne, though? I would be surprised if they actually went back and they actually got Jeffrey Dean Morgan to play him. Whoa. Would that be something? That'd be different. Could they do it? I mean, he already played Thomas Wayne in BVS, but 
could they bring him back to play Thomas Wayne? Know. Because really and truthfully, you kind of look at Thomas Wayne as Batman. He's kind of a, I don't know, bulkier kind of, I don't know, can he pull off the mean, pissy off look? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is like the epitome of that look. You know, he did uh, he did Watchmen and he played the comedian. Right. He has that smug asshole type uh, vibe about him. So I definitely think he could do it. I, he may have to get in a little bit better shape. But I was going to say, go, go get with the trainer for Ben Affleck, then yeah, do it. Go get with the trainer that's uh, working with J.K. Simmons. Oh, there you go. Did you see those photos? Yeah. You freaking ripped. Wow. Guys stacked. Ooh, forgot about that one. Right? Yeah. Okay. You've got my you got my agreement on that. Yeah. Let's but do it. Who else could play him? I don't know. That's where I was kinda like, you would know better than me. because I'm gonna say this, I'll be honest. As much as I love Batman, I'm nowhere near as close as you are. You're more like Kevin Smith level Batman love. Oh, I wish I was. I wish I could say I've read more Batman than than I have, but I haven't. Yeah, uh, you know a lot more than I do. To to play Thomas Wayne, older gentleman, have to be in his like fifties. Yep. At this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a long shot, but what about Ray Stevenson? Could Ray Stevenson, Stevenson, you know, the guy that played the Punisher, what could yeah. he do it? I think he could. He did great as a grumpy, and, and he knows how to hold a gun. He definitely knows how to hold a gun. There you I, go. I think he could do it. There we go. Uh, no, Stevenson would be good, and he's quite an older gentleman. Yeah. Uh, but then there's Cyborg, and then you get a really, really skinny Superman to play yeah. the one that's shut up in a in a cell somewhere. True. Uh, someone to play skinny Superman. Who would you get to play the Flash if you got another version of the Flash? I wouldn't. I wouldn't want another version of the Flash. Just I'm Grant still, Gustin. I just love him as the Flash. I. I don't cry at the show, but I. I, just, I love it. I I'm rewatching season one right now. I was like, season three's over. <laughs> start season one. I'm gonna rewatch season two again. Uh, but. Um, my daughter watches it with me all the time dude season 2 is like out of this world good it was it was like the best television that I've probably seen maybe ever it's good and it's weird because it's a CW show and I'm just kind of like it's tough trying to pick between Daredevil season 2 and this season of The Flash I would go with The Flash over Daredevil I mean I liked Daredevil but I liked it more when it had the Punisher. Not so much Elektra. Mm-hmm. The Punisher story is far better than Elektra's story. It was. I just felt they had to put that in there and like, oh. Two piece people. Here's someone's past, you know. Here's a hot chick. Yeah. It was like, I don't need that. I just need a guy that wants to kill people. <laughs> I just want to watch the Punisher go through jail cells and cut people up. Jail cells. Shooting ninjas on a balcony. Shooting ninjas with a sniper rifle. Oh, I love that. Stabbing people. Oh. Throwing them off buildings. Shooting them with shotguns to the face. 
baseball bat, the pawn shop guy with the children. Oh, man, with the child pornography? Yeah. Yep. I was like, who doesn't want to do that? Oh, you just crossed the line, buddy. You should have kept your mouth shut. Yeah. You were okay with the old lady stuff, but when you went and brought the child thing in. Oh, you're dead. Your head's, your head's, a, your head's a pancake now. You're a dead man. You're a dead man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I love Flash season two, but if we we're gonna do Flashpoint, um, if I got to pick another version of the Flash, uh-huh. um, I was actually thinking Army Hammer would be great as Barry Allen. Hmm. Or uh, there's a kid in the show Weeds. Have you ever seen Weeds? Yeah, which one? He's the blonde kid, the blonde son. The older son. Yeah. Okay. What's his name again? I can never remember his name. It's I, like, don't know. I know the face, so yeah, he would work. He, he could do it. Yeah, he could do it. He's a good-looking kid, and you might be able to play him, but ultimately I just thought uh, Army Hammer would be a good a good pick for it. Yeah. Maybe as an older, more seasoned Flash. True. But Army Hammer's like 6'4". He's huge. He's like as tall as Ben Affleck and and Henry Cavill. Right. But I think I think we're in for Flashpoint. I think it's coming. I hope so. That was a great story. Oh yes. It's terrifying too. It's it's a very, very dark story. It really is. But it's it, it's it's actually one of the flash books that I love. It is by far one of the more interesting stories to tell. Yeah. And there's not many flash books that I like. Yeah, I enjoyed Rebirth. Did you ever read Rebirth? I did read Rebirth. Which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's not extra exciting, but you did get to see a lot of the other speedsters. Yeah. Um, I did, I, there was one with the reverse flash that I've been meaning to read, but I haven't gotten to it yet. It's like the one where... He kills the reverse Flash, and he has to stand trial. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't read it. I haven't read it yet either. It sounds intriguing, though. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to Wally West becoming Kid Flash. Yeah. I'd like to see that happen. Yeah. As long as they give him like the same kind of costume that he had in Young Justice. Right. Totally, totally up for that. Right, right, right. Uh... But Flashpoint, such a dark, awesome story to tell. Oh. It'll be it'll be so much fun to see it on the screen, but I just could not believe that he went back and did it. I know. I couldn't believe he went back and he changed it. I, I he knows he's not supposed to and he and he shouldn't have done it, but he couldn't help himself. And it was only after listening to like Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin talk about it uh-huh. that it became clear that that's what he felt he needed to do right because mark was like i don't think we realize how much barry had to go through especially when he had to create that time remnant of it of himself right like at the end and that guy died yeah he was willing to sacrifice his set himself and kill himself basically in order to stop zoom only to just just see everything like fall apart and he lost his dad and his mom and now he's like alone kind of and 
all that weight's put upon him. So it kind of makes sense that he's he's kind of broken and he can't take it anymore. Right. But I'm curious to know, doesn't he realize that if he does that, he won't be the Flash anymore? I don't know. The, the thing is, is I think he kind of realizes that, but it's kind of like if you could have both your parents, would you care? Better. Yeah. Tough decision, right? It is a tough decision. It, it, it's an impossible one. It is. And I don't know. And the thing is, is would they make Flashpoint all of season three? I would. I mean, you could definitely tell a great Flashpoint story throughout an entire season. You could totally break it up. Right. But here's my ex- here's my next question. You do that in season three. Where do you go with season four? Hmm. How do you top that season then? I don't know. Do you see what I mean? It's like, it's like, man, you are shooting for the stars on this one. You well, are, you're you're flying too close to the sun, right there. I don't know. That's that's a great question. Your wings are melting. Mm-hmm. Settle down, Icarus. Yeah, I mean, really. Or was it Prometheus? No, it was Icarus. It was Icarus. Yeah. But I don't know. Where would you go after that? There's not a a lot of places you can go after that. It's almost like, don't tell me you're quitting The Flash. Don't cancel it on me after three seasons. No, hopefully not. Although it would be cool to go out on an awesome note like that. It would. I just don't want it to be done yet. No, not ready for that. No, not one bit. No. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure there's things that you could do, and there's plenty of episodes to come where they're probably going to, you know, pull together a Justice Society of America. They'll 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 have a lot of crossover with Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow and Supergirl. Uh I just don't know how much what kinds of stories they tell. Right. I mean, we've seen most of the Flash's rogues gallery already. You know, where do you go after that? I don't know. Maybe you go to Gorilla City. You could go to Gorilla City. Or uh, you could travel to the Phantom Zone. Yeah. All places that are probably within the realm of Flash's uh, power to travel to. Uh, hmm. Maybe you can, uh, if this is a totally different universe, you could send him to uh, Themyscira or Atlantis. You know. True. True. Possibilities are endless. It's just... And since Supergirl is crossed over now with Flash and Arrow, Barry Allen could meet Martian Manhunter and team up with Martian Manhunter. Dude, how dope would that be? Did you know that Martian Manhunter's in Supergirl? No, I didn't. I, I haven't seen any of Supergirl. So. You should definitely watch it because there's plenty of characters in there that are totally relevant to like Justice League. Martian Manhunter's in there, Red Tornado's in there. Uh, so definitely give it a try, huh? Watch season one. Tell me what you think. Only after you watch Legends of Tomorrow, though. You haven't watched Legends of Tomorrow, have you? No, I've got a lot of homework. Shame. I'm 
figuratively Sorry. slapping your hand over there. All right. Game of Thrones. Fine. Done. Can't help it. <sighs> ay, ay, ay. Ah. Uh, I'll give it. I'll, I'll try. I'll, I'll find it somewhere and watch it. And then give it a whirl. I'll give it a whirl and then. Then my wife would be like, why are you watching this? And I'm like, because it's so good. And she'd be like, you watch enough TV. And I'd be like, I don't watch enough. <laughs> my life is not as interesting as any of these stories. Uh, why can't it be? Why can't I find a court of owls to defeat? It's true. Man, oh, that would be so much fun. If only Stanley could make a cameo in my life. I know, seriously. If he was like the delivery guy, like the pizza delivery guy, I'd be like, that's, that's the dream. I was so worried that they were going to have that, uh, any part for him in the movie. It was like... Uh, Tony Stank. Stank. Oh, yeah, that's him. That's him yeah. right here, Tony Stank. Oh, never <laughs> letting that one go, by the way. <laughs> and, and not only that, where is Marvel going to be when... Because, I mean, he's up there in age. It's true. And I'm I'm sorry to say it and everything, but it's like... I'm going to be a little sad when that man passes away. Dude, but he's here, old. Here's the question I've got. What is he going to have on his tombstone? Oh, man. That's I a mean, question for the ages right there. I mean, really, is he going to have the, the quote, Excelsior on his tombstone? Or probably. True believers or, you know. It's probably going to be that. Or, or I'm Spider-Man. Yeah, or something like, uh, so long from your neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, really and truthfully, what would we have on there? Almost. I mean, you might as well just get him his own crypt and just, like, fill it full of interesting comic book carvings, like Spider-Man on the walls or Iron Man or something. Like hieroglyphics or better yet, like, have columns and all the superheroes, like, holding them up. Oh, just do panels. Just make them all carved, engraved panels Oh, all all over the crypt. Epic would that be, dude? That would be probably the coolest thing ever. It would probably. Man, we better stop talking about this before it happens. <sighs> sorry, sorry, I brought it up. Knock on wood. I'm going to hell. I probably just sealed Stanley's death death warrant. I'm the one that brought it up, and everybody's gonna be like, "You talked about it. You caused it. Where you the hell?" Evil. What a what a douche. Douche nozzle. <laughs> yeah. Cameron, you really are a dick. How could you possibly do that? You're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I loved him too. He was a good man. I never met him. Oh, man. Let's see here. Now, uh, we'll, we'll get into X-Men Apocalypse real quick. Um, but we probably won't spend too much time on it just because, well, to be honest, it's not as big a film as Civil War or Batman v Superman was. No, but it's probably still pretty good. It actually was, surprised to say. I was not expecting much at all, really. I, uh, I honestly thought it was just going to kind of be blah, and it was actually like, huh, not bad. You know, right. not bad at all. It was it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. It was a lot more fun than it had any right to be. Uh-huh. Um, it definitely picked up on the lines where uh, First Class and Days of, Fu- Days of Future Past kind of 
set up for and uh, played a, played on those those ideas. It was really fun though to see the beginnings of the actual X Men that we kind of know from like the '90s cartoons. Right. We got to see a young Jean Grey. We saw Cyclops, and uh, we saw um, uh, what's Nightcrawler, and even Jubilee. And we got to see even uh, Wolverine show up. Right. So it was really nice to see those characters kind of form a cohesive group together, uh, especially at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually end up in the danger room at the end, and the Sentinels that we're now used to show up. But we don't actually see them fight them, but it is fun to, to get those images in your head. Um, I definitely like the kids that played these uh, new characters. Uh, Sophie Turner, obviously, uh, recognized her from uh, Game of Thrones. Right. Who plays Sansa. And uh, it was interesting to watch these characters. As I've said, they form their the new X-Men that we kind of know. And they kind of do their little journey together. And they get captured. And they have to go save Wolverine. <laughs> from uh, Alkali Lake at the Weapon X uh, project from Major Stryker. His look, when he comes out, is like something from one of his... uh, I can't remember who who, who wrote it, but he's like half naked. He's got all these wires and uh, these pieces of tech like connected to his head. Right. You know, he's got like the visor over him over his eyes and it's like for programming or whatever wolverine's freaking crazy he's like a really feral beast in in apocalypse that's how it's supposed to be yeah even though his uh his appearance is short-lived it's it was pretty exciting to watch uh still stunning performances from uh james mcavoy uh michael fassbender um and even oscar isaac He's such a good actor, and I don't know if you remember this, but uh, Brian Singer really defended the way he he made Apocalypse look. Uh-huh. And, you know, the fans were not happy with how he looked uh, when we got our first look at him. And honestly, he's not what I envisioned uh, Apocalypse would look like. Because we're all sorry. Because we're all so used to him being like this huge, huge, buff, alien-looking guy with the big blue lips. Mm-hmm. And this, he more looked like a like an Egyptian prune covered in armor. And um, he looks kind of underwhelming, but Oscar Isaac really knows how to play his characters. Right. So his acting really brought the character to life in a way that was totally unexpected to me. And I really enjoyed his performance. Okay. And it was really quite heartbreaking to see the motivations for Michael Fassbender's uh, Magneto joining Apocalypse's crew. And um, are you actually going to go see this in the theater? You know what? Probably, I don't know. 
it's it's been so hectic over here like my wife didn't go see captain america civil war with me at all and she still hasn't seen it but it was because during that whole time she worked nine days straight in a row sheesh yeah and it was kind of like do you want to watch a movie she was like i just want to be home and relax and not do a dang thing i was like i respect that i understand you yeah it's just kind of getting that way again plus the problem is, there's a lot of family vacations coming. You know, I mean, are you going on that on the big Proctor family get together? If we do, I think the wife and kids and I are planning on staying at the uh, Wyndham. There's a Wyndham Resort up there. Oh, you lucky guys! And because Madonna and Robert have all their points that they use to stay at these places, we could probably just use their points to stay there instead of staying in a tent. <laughs> yeah, we're tenting it. Well, it's it's kind of a, a ways to drive up there. Right. So we're I don't know. I'm sad to a... say that we're kind of considering not going at all. Really? Yeah, kind of. I kind of hope we go just because and because it would be nice to stay at the Wyndham and kind of get away. Right. But I don't know. I'll leave that up to the wife. Whatever uh, she says. Probably best. But I mean best not to argue with her yeah it's just her family's got that vacation my family's got a certain vacation and it's like i'm like oh summers are stressful now that i'm an adult i know right there's so much more hectic than they ought to be yeah i'm like now i need a vacation from the vacations oh yeah 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 i need one of those like all the time every day but yeah no i just i don't know if i'll get a chance to i i'm Right now, I'm just trying to get everything ready for the Salt Lake Comic Con because I've put in an offer to get a booth, and I've got to pay for that. And how much is your booth? Uh, the lowest price, depending if I get like a corner piece or anything. Like lowest is three hundred, but that's in like the middle sections, and then it goes up if you get a corner edge or something, kind of a thing. Right. And then if you want electricity or any of that kind of stuff, that costs more. If you want internet, that costs more. It's like, man, you guys are really nicking this. Nickel and diamond, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I just want a booth and a place to sell my art. Thanks. Dude, I hear you. I I have to kind of deal with some of those trade show uh, conference-type worries in my job. So, yeah. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but... Uh, I don't know if we're planning on actually going on that trip... Uh, actually recently uh, Ray has said some really mean things about uh, my wife's family and so she's not on good terms not feeling like she's on good terms with Ray and not wanting to go right no I understand that it, it's I would I, and I, I'd I go for you family. guys like I'd go to go hang out with you and with uh, with Tyler and and Wes and McKay and Phil. Oh yeah, no. But I, I, uh, I like everybody. It's it's just it's when when stuff like that happens, it's kind of like oh, don't do that, guys. No, we love each other. Yeah. No, I get you. No, it'll be sad if you guys don't come, but I understand. I'll make it. I'll try and make it. I'll... I, I I just kind of look at it and I go, okay, everybody's camping in tents. I'm like, man, everybody's gonna stink. Oh yeah, there's gonna be lots of stank out there. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not so sure I want to go into town ever. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's that bo I smell? It's me. 
I'm the stinky one. Sorry, I slept in a in a coffin last night with a dead guy. That's why I smell like this. Bunch of dead guys. Yeah, lots of dead guys. Dead orgy. Dead guys. Dead guy orgy. Oh, Bob's Burger. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know. We'd uh, I'd I'd like to go for the for the hell of it, but I'm not sure she's gonna. But either way, um, it's understandable. I, I still hope you get the chance to go see Apocalypse, just because it, it's fun to watch. It was a good popcorn movie. Right, but that's uh, all I want. I just want something that I enjoy popcorn too. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Hopefully, if it ever comes to the drive-in down here, maybe I'll just take the truck and put a mattress in the back and just sit in the back, lay down, watch the watch the movie, take my kids. Because then I'm like, eh, if you guys are noisy, I don't have to worry about the people going shh. Quiet your kid. And I'll be like, you stop making out in that vehicle. You shut up. No, you shut up. Yeah, don't make me come over there and punch your window. I'll put a dent in your car and then I'll key right. it. I'm gonna key your car. No. And enjoy a burger. Yeah. I might do that. But I don't know. It it just depends. Everything's busy. So Lucky for I, me. I, I hope to go see it. Lucky for me, I'm going my next trade show that I'm going to is in uh is let's see, a week from Tuesday. So a week from Tuesday. I will be traveling to Atlanta for FBLA, which is Future Business Leaders of America. Right. On behalf of my company to be a, a test lab proctor. So wow. I'll be staying in a hotel in Atlanta and while I'm there, at night there really isn't there aren't things for me to do. Like I'm not gonna go work at night. Right. I'll, I'll probably go down to the gym in the hotel and maybe work out. But after that point I'll take the rental car. And I'll drive. I'll probably drive to the nearest theater, and I'll just go see like two or three movies. I'll just I'll just clean out the theater's roster of movies because I'm sure there'll be plenty. There you go. I'm gonna go see the Nice Guys. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go see uh, Central Intelligence. That's the one with The Rock and Kevin Hart. Right, 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 right. Uh, and let's see. At that time. Around that time, uh, Legend of Tarzan's going to come out, so I'll go see that. Oh, I'm excited for that one, too. I'll probably go see Civil War, Batman v Superman again. Uh, let's see, what else will be in the theater by that point? Maybe I'll go see Angry Birds again. Was that good? Oh, so much fun. Definitely go take the kids to see, see that. See, if it's a movie for kids, yeah, I can take my kids to it, and then it's all good. It's just go see it. Hilarious. There you go. Okay. Super funny. I like it. Uh, let's see. By that point, what else will be be in theaters? I know there's a couple more. I don't. Let's see. What's the uh, release date for Ghostbusters? Is it like the fifth? I don't know. Hold on a second here. I know there's like a whole slew of movies that I was like planning to go see. I'm going to spend like a bunch of money on just like going to see movies while I'm out of town. It's the perfect time for me to go see movies. Uh, Warcraft. I'll go see Warcraft. There you go. Still excited oh, movie. TMNT. I haven't seen that yet. No, I haven't seen that either. Have you heard any reviews on it? Uh, I've heard it's 
it's it's better than the first movie. So that's that's encouraging because I actually like the first movie. So if it's better than that, then well, there you go. Should be should be a good watch. I haven't seen Jungle Book yet, so I can go see that. Yeah, I, that was a good one. I Christopher Walken. I just <laughs> I can go see Pop Star. Have you have you heard of that one? It's oh, that Andy Samberg movie. Samberg, yeah. I've heard it's hilarious. I've heard it's yeah. super funny. I've heard people it's a must see. So I will totally go see that. Uh, I don't think there's anything else worth seeing in the theaters after that point. No, see, I I usually get home from work and I'm like, I've been up since four in the morning. I just want to go to bed. Yeah, that's what my wife says. I believe it. Yeah. She needs it. I don't have a ton else to say about about Apocalypse, though. I mean, uh, the story was a little thin because it okay. felt like Apocalypse just went around and, and the first mutants he met, he was like, oh, I'll make you my horseman instead of actually like searching through like applicants and candidates for his right. horsemen. He just said, uh, path of re- least resistance, uh, first come, first serve, you know? Right. So that felt a little thin. Uh, some of the other plot points and some of the the battle seemed a little weak. It's like you chose these horsemen to fight. They weren't as good as, as they ought to have been at keeping you safe. You know, it's kind of a joke. Okay. Uh, but the fight scenes are really cool, especially, uh, watching Evans, Peter do his little Quicksilver bit again. Okay. So you remember from, uh, days of future past, he runs around us, this little, moving things around and saving people. He does that again, although it's on a much larger scale, which is which is which was really cool to see again. Okay. So definitely keep your eye out for that if uh if and when you go see it. Uh Okay, how about this? Out of all the X-Men movies, one being the best, 10 being the worst. Okay, well not not like that. Saying, saying. Where does it of, rank? Yeah, where does it rank out of all the X Men movies? Where would you put it? Hmm. Um. X two was was really good, but First Class is probably the best. Okay. Days of Future Past takes a second. Um, out of all the ones that I've seen. I'd probably put I'd probably put uh, Apocalypse right there at the number three slot, and from there it's X two, X one, and X Men: The Last Stand, followed by Origins Wolverine. But the Wolverine, where he goes to Japan, that's actually pretty good. So right. I would I would put that at a tie with X two. Okay. So it's up there. It's up there. But it's not the best. It's not the best, but it's up there. It's definitely worth watching, though. Okay. That you, is my you, opening you punch. Go see it now. Yeah, dude, go see it. I'll go see it. Go treat yourself. I'll treat myself and I'll enjoy it. Extra, extra butter on that popcorn 
extra helping of cheese on the nachos, man. There you go. Dude, I, I love hot a nice little, little thing of nachos. Or a nice, tasty, hot pretzel from uh, Auntie Anne's with some dipping cheese. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anything with salt in it, it's all good. Dude, I'm hungry now. I know. I've got a half of a Domino's pizza here somewhere. i, I got to go heat me up some pizza. and. got to go finish it off now. Pour a, pour a glass of cherry Coke. There you go. That's the only way I make it through a day, man. A little cherry Coke here. Maybe a nice Arnold Palmer in the late afternoon. Cool off. There you go. That's how I do it. That's how I do's it. That's how he does it, everybody. Uh, lastly, uh, in terms of news, let's see here. Pull up my list. <laughs> there have been some new casting things. Uh, Donald Glover is getting cast as a role in the new uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. I don't. We, there hasn't been any uh, confirmation on what role he'll be playing. A lot of people wanted him to play Miles Morales, Spider-Man, <laughs> but obviously that's not going to happen. Oh, you think they're going to go that way? No, not this no. early. You don't think so? I think it'll be three Spider-Man movies before they consider doing it. I don't know. That might be Sony's way of letting them do their Spider-Man they want to and then letting Marvel keep their Peter Parker. If that were the case, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. What if that's that? That's okay. What if? That's a good what if. I could live with that what if. Yeah. That you could have Marvel's version and Sony's version. Yeah, nothing wrong with multiple Spider-Mans. All, you know, the more the merrier right there. And then they'll go, okay, let's see which one does better, bitches. <laughs> Who's got Disney behind their backs? Oh, that's right. Marvel. That's right. That's right, Marvel. Just give it up, Sony. Just let it go. Let it go. Did you learn anything from Frozen? Just let it go. Yeah. Let's see. That was kind of Disney's, like, little hint to them. It was, wasn't it? It was. little call out. Just let it go, Sony. Where does the snow come into it? <laughs> uh, let's see. Ask the people's hearts about how they feel about your Spider-Man. Yes, tell them. Tell them. Could we see a Wonder Woman trailer at Comic-Con? The answer is... Let's see. You'll find out next week. No, I'm kidding. Yep. When is SDCC? Oh, I don't know. It's sometime in July, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, let's find out. I want to hear typing and lots of fingers touching the keys. July 21st and the 24th. That's not 20- too far away. No, not too far away. It would actually make sense for them to release a mm, a teaser trailer. Probably not a full-length trailer, but a teaser trailer would probably be acceptable at this point for a Wonder for Wonder Woman. But they've already kind of done a teaser trailer. Kinda. Kinda, sorta, maybe. Uh. I mean, would a second teaser trailer really work, or would you want a real trailer trailer? I mean, it just seems too early for a full-blown trailer. I mean, is Marvel bringing anything to the to the party? Guardians. The picnic. So then I would say you might want to up your game and do a Wonder Woman trailer. Better be a good trailer. Can't be one of those shit trailers. 
Do you know that Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston are dating now? Stop. I'm not kidding. I'm serious. I learned this last night. She's going to write a song about him. That's that's what's funny. There's a whole there's a post here called Five Loki Inspired Love Songs for Taylor Swift's <laughs> next album. How Hold old on. is he compared to her? Uh I don't know. Hold, uh look it up. She's a grave robber. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not even gonna look it up. I'm She's just drama. Again. She's drama. She's drama. You can write a you can write a catchy, stupid song, but you're <sighs> drama. Get over it. Let's see here. Dated a werewolf, and now you're dating Loki. Your love fills my... Ganoon Gagap. (laughs) All right, I want to hear that song. Uh, Let's see. Everything is wonderful during this time, so expect lots of odes to spring and the sunshine... With love being one that will fill the void in Swift's heart. Ginugagap, huh? Was the expansive void that sat in the Muspel and Niflheim. After the nine worlds were created, it ceased to be. It feels like something an Asgardian love song would refer to, right? (laughs) Sure. What's next? Dear Loki, why you gotta be so mean? Hmm. Next. That's terrible. No. Stop. Who's writing this crap? You left me at the Bifrost. <laughs> it's so horrible. Teardrops on on Mjolnir. <laughs> I'll listen to that one. <laughs> All you had to do was stay in Niflheim. Wow. And last, oh, that was it. Never mind. Oh, the poor sap that came up with these. Gosh, I hate Taylor Swift so much. Oh, and I thought I didn't have a life. Did you see the trailer for that new Spider-Man game they're developing for PlayStation? I did. Holy crap, it looks awesome. I'm like, it's kind of like Marvel's Batman Arkham. Exactly. That was my first thought was like, this is like Marvel's attempt to up their video game uh status by like trying to do something a lot like the arkham games yeah i I mean marvel really hasn't had an a A a-list game yeah no i mean really and truthfully if you think about dc's kind of rocked the video game area yeah they really have i mean the batman games have just knocked it out of the park for the last number of years yeah, and then there was Injustice, and oh man, there's Injustice two coming out. Ooh, Mortal Kombat versus DC, and I mean Marvel had that Marvel versus Capcom, but yeah, but that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. It's it's like, come on, Marvel, bring something. I'm not saying Marvel versus Capcom ain't still playable today, because it is. No, it's cool. I just wish they'd do a Marvel versus DC. You know, oh. bring us Injustice with some Marvel characters. It would be interesting to have to have that kind of game out there. Speaking of Injustice 2, do you think they'll have new characters that are playable or Oh, guaranteed. And uh the fun thing is, I think a lot of the new characters are villains. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I saw Black Manta in there. I saw Atrocitus or Atrocitus, which is the uh, Red Lantern leader. Right. So he's in there. I think Ra- Rachel Ghoul's in there. Okay. Uh, Reverse, Dark Side. Reverse, Reverse Flash is in there. I'm sure Darkseid's probably in there. If Darkseid's in there, uh, that's going to be my boy to play. Oh, yeah. Freaking Omnibeams. Omnibeams. All day, and they're going to be like, you're a dick. I'm Just be like, stand there omnibeaming him in the face. I will omnibeam you till you die. I will back backside omnibeam you in the face. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm super stoked for Injustice 2. And the first Injustice game was just phenomenally written and just... It really was. Just a blast to play. It was clever. I loved it. Oh, yeah. I agree. And and I'll be honest. I own it where you can even be Lobo and all the extra characters. Oh, yeah. And I'm like... I have a hard time. I'm like, I don't want to just be one person all the time. I want to see all of them. Super emotional moment, though, in the game was uh, like when uh, Batman fights Damian Wayne, Nightwing, or oh, yeah. Robin, and he's like, you know, you killed the real Dick Grayson. He was my son. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, it's, that's so heartbreaking. <laughs> Dick is like, like rolling over in his grave right now like, you bastard, you never told me that. <laughs> Yeah, no. Oh, man. That got, that put, got to me Red, real good. What if they put Red Hood in there? Oh, hell yeah. Please. That would be great. I mean, they did Deathstroke. Why not Red Hood? They did Red Hood. They did a Red Hood story pack for the Arkham games. Why not just throw them in, throw them in Injustice? Yeah, you've already got the the mod in there. Let's let's do it. I know. I really want to play Reverse Flash. Um, it would be fun. I just... The Flash has so many good villains. He does. His rogues gallery is my next favorite after Batman. That's true. Superman's is weak. Wonder Woman doesn't really have one. Yeah, exactly. That's that that upsets me. For for a character who's so well loved, she sure doesn't have a whole lot of villains to keep yeah. her interested. Aquaman's got BPA. You know. He's got well, he's got uh, he's, got Black Mantis, but... he's got Black Manta. He's got Ocean Master. Uh, that's kind of it, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Like I'm like Flash has got more villains that are cleverly created. I feel like somebody sat in a room while writing the Flash and was like, "Well, we could have this cold guy, and we could have a heat guy, and we could have a mirror guy, and we could have a top guy, and we could have a weather guy." Yeah, and a guy from Australia. And a guy from Australia with freaking boomerangs. <laughs> with a boomerang. The guy with the boomerangs. And they're like, that's stupid. And we're like, It'll never work. It'll never work. Oh, yeah? Ah, uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm really excited for Injustice 2. It's just, it was just such a big success. It even spurred its own comic, you know? Oh, yeah. So... So it's well written right there already. So oh, yeah. I, I'm excited for the second one. I I loved the trailer. It was just so well. Apparently, Supergirl's in it. Oh yeah, that's right. She is. Yeah. So Supergirl makes a cameo. So it's like, well, you don't have to just be the man in red, blue, and yellow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so sad though. When I sold my PS3, 
I lost a few of the games that I had uh, purchased online and downloaded, and that was one of them. But the sad, the other sad thing is that even though you buy it for PS3, if you change consoles, you're gonna have to buy the game again, in PS4 format because I have a PS4 now. I have to rebuy Injustice so that I can play it again. All right, I'm just gonna get me an Xbox One with that backwards play compatibility. So I'm just waiting for somebody to get like a, a legit hack for PS4 so that I can do that. They're going to have to. I mean, really, truthfully, that's kind of what's made it for me. I'm like, I've got so many games for the 360. I don't want to give them up. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that either. All my Assassin's Creed's. I'm like, I can't give that up. Is Assassin's Creed Unity worth playing? I never did the Unity because I don't have an Xbox One yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You don't have next gen. No, but I don't have next gen. My wife was like, you know what? Do you make a really big sell? You can go ahead and buy that. And I was like, okay. How much did you make last year? Um, it's not going to sound like I made much because I paid off my booth and I paid off a few of my prints. But the guy I was next to, he kind of does this for a living. And he was like, my first year, he goes, I, I made 25 bucks at my first convention. Oh, really? And he was like, you were making money left and right off just your commissions, you know. And he was just giving me all the tidbits. He was like, you know, some people like to buy your prints, but really what they want, they want original artwork. He's like, you have more originals out, you're going to you're gonna be fine. So that's why I've kind of been busy. I'm like, okay, I need to come up with some originals. Some original characters? Well, that or just original drawings. And he's like, and the other nice thing is, is if you've got all these prints of like a super character that, you know, is owned by Marvel or DC, he's like, if they come up to you and say, uh, you're not allowed to sell this character, you're out of all these prints, you know? Oh, where, that's so true. Where you draw, you know, Superman one picture and they'd be like, we don't want you to draw that. So you take Superman away. You've got the rest of them out there. Hmm. You you still have artwork you can sell. You just don't have that one because they're requiring you to take it away. You know? And then he was like, but really and truthfully, you're not that big of a worry to them that they're going to be like, it's making money off of us, you know? Yeah, you'd have to be selling them hand over fist for them to be like, oh, he's a threat. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think they look at anyone in artist alley and go, oh, that's a threat, unless it's actually someone that they hire. And that's the cool thing is some of those people in the artist alley are actually your comic book artists. So it's pretty crazy. It is. It's kind of fun to rub elbows with those people and be like, dude, you're, you know, I haven't met any of my heroes yet. I'm still hoping. I'm like, I just can't wait for the day to be like, you're Eric Powell or you're Jim Lee. You're Adam or Andy Kubert. You're Grant Morrison. Yeah. You're Grant Morrison. You're, you're Scott Snyder. Yeah. You're, it's just, whoa. You're Greg Capula or Capullo, you know. Oh yeah, just, exactly. You're Greg, Cap- Greg yeah. Capullo. And, and you're Gosh, like, he's like my favorite. I love Greg Capullo. Seriously, him and Snyder doing Batman, that was gold. I was sad when they ended that. <sighs> Who's that I was like, guy That's that your does? Uh, there was a guy that does a lot of the Punisher artwork. It's not Olivetti, but it's uh, he has a interesting name. What's his name? I don't know. Uh, it's like a single syllable name. Uh, I don't remember it, but 
he did like Punisher Warzone or War Journal. He does some fantastic artwork. Yeah. No, I th- I think I know who you're talking about, but I can't picture the name. I can't I can't remember. Yeah. But no, it's it's fun to meet these people and get little tidbits from them cuz they're really friendly, you know. And and I mean, I don't know if they're just lying to me like, oh, yeah, do this, you know, and, and it's like, sucker, I'm going to make money off of this, you know, but this guy's going to be doing shit and I'm going to be getting all the profits on my side. <laughs> no, I, I enjoy it. I mean, it, I, I find it more fun because like I've done the walking around and I mostly am a people watcher. Just like to look. I do. I love watching the cosplayers and everything. Oh, well, the cosplayers are by far one of the most fun things at any Comic-Con to just sit there and be like, oh, someone put a lot of time into that. That's really cool. Yeah, but they come to me. Like, they go through my aisle. You know, I mean, it's not specifically my aisle, but, I mean, they come through looking at the artwork, and it's like, I get to see everybody's costumes here. You know, and I come in early and I can see all the booths before the front doors open and I can actually not have to bump elbows with everybody going, excuse me, I'm trying to get here, you know. Yeah, exactly. I'm not planning on buying anything except for maybe the last day. Then I'll be like, I really want a $300 lightsaber. (laughs) I know. I'm that kind of guy that's like, let's see. Well, if I sell this, I can totally afford this right now. Yeah. And then my wife's like, you don't need that. Like, whatever. That is the perfect beating stick for discipline. Oh, yeah, exactly. Come How here. many kids can say that they got spankings or they got paddled with a lightsaber? Exactly. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Best $300 I've ever spent beating my That's kids. That's $300 worth of spankings right there. Yeah. Somebody's going to get their ass spanked real good. <laughs> Every penny counts. <laughs> Every penny counts, okay? Every penny. That's... Because I spent $300 on this, I'm not holding back. Yeah, I'm not holding back. You step one little inch out of line, I'm grabbing that lightsaber and I'm powering up. Gonna hang it over the fireplace. Exactly, right over the fireplace. But yeah, yeah I just I just love it. it. It's fun to see all these people's costumes and then sometimes they stop and look at your artwork and you can just carry a conversation with them and be like, I love your costume. Love talking to people. Oh yeah, and it's fun because I'm, I'm, I'm actually just a really shy person. I mean... You know, you get me into a big crowd, I'm usually the listener, you know, but when I'm one-on-one with people, it's so much easier, so. Yeah, you seem pretty confident right now. Well, I was when I first started this. I was a little shaky the whole time talking. I want to hear you get up on stage at a panel and be like, all of you have failed this city. You failed. I will, one day. Someday, I will carry a quiver of arrows and a green hood. And I'll get to tell somebody they failed the city and put an arrow through their chest. There you go. That's the dream. That's the dream. And it's a dream to go for. It's a dream to really push for. It is. It's something to aspire to, like my heroes. Yeah. It's a bucket list. Definitely bucket list. In fact, I should have like a whole bucket list that's just superhero-related things that I got to do before I die. It's true. Like grapple up a building. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Put That's an arrow a... through somebody's foot. Foot. Yeah, see, my, my, my goals, not that big. Sorry. I just want to meet Kevin Smith. I just want to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And, and in my comic book, it would be like, you're the person I want the real advice from. 
I want to be on set on the set of The Flash. Oh, uh, when he's directing it, or just any day? I want to be at Star Labs. Ooh. Just watch watch them shoot a scene at Star Labs. Would be so cool. That would be awesome. Just sit in the chair. Just sit in a chair, eat a donut. Uh, you know, dunk my donut in maybe some coffee or a or a nice you know chocolate milk and just mm. watch Grant Gustin and and Panna Baker and and uh, just everybody. Yeah, just watch and Jesse L. Martin just show up in there and yell at Barry and just you know watch them all work together. It'd be so cool. Oh, you just speak my lingo on there. That'd be great, dude. I hear you. It's just it just sounds fun. It just sounds like. Just in my element, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's what being at Comic-Con's all about, is just being in your element, you know? You don't want to go there and meet people that don't think like you do. That's where, that's why you go to Comic-Con, to be around people who do. Exactly. You know, what's the point of going if you're not going to be there to share ideas and and, uh, and meet people and be like, wow, that's really cool. I, I think what you do is awesome. Yep. You know, collaborate, meet people, network. Make friends. Make friends. And if you're single, find a crazy hot chick that's just, I, I don't want to say easy, but, you know, she's open. Find, find your Harley Quinn to your Joker. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Find your Talia Al Ghul to your Batman. Just pray oh, that she doesn't have an illegitimate child and then show up, you know, right when, when you're in the middle of a mission and say, hey, you need to babysit your son that I didn't tell you about. Or maybe that. You bitch! <laughs> Maybe you do want that to happen because that'd be a great story for the grandchildren. Be a great story for the grandchildren as long as Talia got, you know, stayed, you know, get married and <laughs> settled down, and you know, she had to start cooking instead of killing. It's true. Your grandma was a conniving bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's, you're sitting around the campfire with the little ones, and your your grandmother, she she. She tricked me into bed and <laughs> and made me fill her with child. You know. But little did she know, I was planning it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it was a most enjoyable conquest. Yes. Uh, 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 I'm just going to tell my grandkids that. Oh, yeah. Your grandma convinced, just, just manipulated me to marry her. That's what happened, kids. And I'll be like, nah, the real story is... It was love at first sight. And love at first fight. hi First fight. Oh, yeah. That left hook, that was great. Sent me wheeling. People saw stars, I saw hearts. <laughs> yeah, I still have never been to Comic-Con. I still need to go. Uh, you need to go. I really do. It's, I really it, do. It's just an eye-opener. I mean... It's actually pretty decent for being such a young convention, really. I still need to make Sons of Comics t-shirts that I can hand out and wear. Oh, you should do that and stickers. I get some merch going, maybe some buttons. No, seriously, seriously. I have a friend that um, they went around, they were trying to make a YouTube channel, and they called themselves a Geekness channel. And they went around interviewing everybody. Um, I'm even on there. It's not the best. I was so nervous. Put a camera in my face and I freeze. But um, no, they were passing out stickers and everything, and it's it's just marketing yourself. That's right. That's you know? what I do for a living. Yeah. T-shirts, buttons, 
little things. People swag. Take, the little swag. Free. If you take free stuff and give it out to them, people will take it. Oh, if yeah. You, people love free stuff. They will take it. It's what I got to do. It's my, my next goal. Dude, I'd definitely help. I'd pass out stuff in my booth. I'd be like, hey, take this. Listen. Enjoy. And but rate. listen. <laughs> listen, most importantly. And comment. And comment. But listen. But listen. And this listen time is for real. I have to say, let me feel important. <laughs> just, just be involved. My kids don't listen to me. My wife doesn't listen to me. This is why I do just it. Be the one person that listens to me. <laughs> God uh, forbid that uh, God won't listen to me. Let just uh, listen to me. Oh, uh, that's terrible. That no. is terrible. No, I would help you though if you do it. So I will consider that. Okay. But I think that about that about sums it up for us this evening. And there'll be plenty more to come as more movies and things show up. Uh, I think this weekend I'm going to watch Justice League versus Teen Titans. Haven't seen that yet. Uh, so I think I'll take a gander at that. Uh, look for some of my newest reviews and ponderings on my blog, wellroundednerd.com. I'm going to go right now. You're going to look that shiz up? I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I only have one post on there so far, but stay I'm tuned. Like, I'm excited. You will see. You will see. I can't believe I paid $18 for that domain. That's mine. I own it. Ooh. Isn't that awesome? Look at you doing the whole Monopoly thing. Oh, I did. I sure did. Daddy I did that myself. Nice job. Right? Nice. Not bad for some basic graphic design skills. No. No, not, not bad at all. Not at all. I, I tried to be very selective in the characters I put in that thing. Only my faves. There you go. Nightwing and uh, uh, Moon Knight. Uh, I got the big red hood one was super cool. I love that photo. Right. Uh, but yeah, there'll be plenty more to come. I think. Oh, I haven't posted it yet. You'll see. I've uh, got those cool templates I was telling you about that I've. Uh, I'll be posting with those comic book words and explanations. Right. It will be it'll be pretty cool. You'll I think you'll like it. Okay. But for those of you who are trying to get into our other sites, you can actually go to wellroundednerd.com and on my main page are links to our Sons of Comics uh, social media sites. So you can get to our uh, Twitter page from there. You can get to our Facebook page, uh, YouTube. Uh, Patreon, and uh, let's see. Oh, our uh, Podbean page, where you can listen to all the latest Sons of Comics episodes. Also, uh, from our sponsor, Comic Bento, let's say you, you want to start reading some great comic book material, but you don't know where to start. Comic Bento is the place for you. For just under $25 a month, you will get $50 worth of graphic novels and comics delivered to your doorstep in a pretty Comic Bento box. You'll get the latest from IDW, Image, Dark Horse, uh, Vertigo, DC, and Marvel, and many others. So 
if you're looking for this, you can always go to the link in the description below and check it out. Also, go and check out geekfuel.com. Go and get yourself a box full of geeky goodness. I don't know if I had told you, but the last box I got came with a shirt for Tyrion Lannister. Yes, I saw that. I was jealous. I don't suppose you wear a medium shirt size, do you? No, I'm kind of a big boy. Damn it. Uh, I got a second box, so... Did you? Yeah, I was like, man, I should have asked him to send me a large shirt. Man, look at you. Because I've got two two of those now. Getting two boxes, not one? Well, my one box I thought was lost, so I requested another one, and they sent me one. And as soon as that one showed up, the other one was found. So I was like, now I have two boxes. What do I do with two boxes? What do I do du- with this box? Double the fun. I, I'll i make anybody out there a deal that if they write us, the first person to write us a new review based on this podcast and share the name of this podcast in their post, in their review of our podcast on iTunes, I will send you my extra box. Ooh. So the first person to mention or review this podcast, the Civil War X-Men Apocalypse podcast from Sons of Comics, and review it on iTunes, I will send you this comic book bento box free of charge, out of my own pocket. Ooh, and rate it. Don't forget to rate. Don't forget to rate us. And we, tell your friends. And yeah, we need stars. We want stars. I want to be a star. Will you make me a star, please? Is it that hard? No, it's not that hard. No, it's not it's that hard. It's freaking easy. I do it all the time. Ask Molly Shannon. She's a superstar. Star. <sighs> uh, also included in that box, this is probably one of my favorite, most favorite boxes that I've ever received. So it came with this sweet Tyrion Lannister shirt uh, from Game of Thrones. It Game also came with a small mini-map of Westeros and the Free Cities, which is <sighs> Stop. I know. It's it's a cool little map. It doesn't show the whole world, but it does show uh, the main parts of Westeros. That's all you need. That's I know. Need. If it was a pop-up, that'd be even better. I know. From uh, Uncharted, you get a little uh, canvas-like knapsack, but inside is a little... is a, is this really cool little box that has the Nathan Drake... Uh, ring necklace inside it. It's this really cool, unique, antique looking box that you would see in the Uncharted games, but inside is Nathan Drake's uh, it's his it's the ring that he wears around his neck. Nice. Super cool. Super legit. See, and already if you don't comment just hearing this stuff, you're an idiot. How can you not want this stuff? It's the best. Just comment right now. Do it. I dare awesome. you. Do it. Don't just, be a chicken shit. Do just it. Just do it. Just do it. Will you just follow Nike's motto and just do it already? Or Shia LaBeouf. Just do it! There you go. Do you hear me? Can you hear me now? I hear you. Loud and clear. Also included in this box, a Deadpool little mini figurine that can sit on top of your desk. <gasps> if any of you have seen Deadpool, where he's sitting on top of that freeway, that overpass, and he's just coloring a picture... You get one of those little guys. He can sit on top of your monitor at your desk. There it's you super go. cool. It's pretty small, but it's super cool. 
also included in the box, you will get a legit pint glass with the Geek Fuel monogram on it. Get your drink on. Get your drink on, like Tyrion Lannister. That's why it's there. Help get you started. Help get you drunk. The Imp's Delight. That's right. And lastly, this box also came with a few postcards, uh, mini posters from Uncharted 4, which are just beautiful. If you've ever played one of the Uncharted games, one of the best parts of these games is the scenery. The scenery in these games is off the charts amazing. Beautiful. So get off your butts. Go subscribe to Geek Fuel and get your Geek Fuel box on. Just do it. Do it. Shia LaBeouf can do it. So can you. And Shia LaBeouf really isn't capable of doing anything right. You can do this right. Not even so, Indiana Jones did he do right. No, he did not do that right. No. I don't, we do not speak of this. Such things. True. Sister and I must speak of holy things. Anyway, the hour is late, and we have finished our quest to talk about Civil War and Apocalypse. Thank you to those that listen in. Stay tuned for more episodes coming to you soon, and good night. Good night. Good night.